no, they're watching Fry's get tossed at BK and secrets of BK and stuff like that. But Oh, Fry's getting tossed. I see. Yeah, yes. But now I'm up all night, you know. All night long. Okay, night. way to ruin it. Now that's all night. Good. All night long. <laughs> all night. All night. <laughs> it's it, it's such a soothing voice. It's like a mix of Fergie and Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff the Queen. Rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. It's all separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 374 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Man, what is going on? Well, first off, I would like to say happy anniversary to my wife of 14 years, Shannon. 14 married, 20 together. Nice. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to the wife. We're going to go celebrate this weekend. Uh, go out to the city. We're going to have a hotel room for a couple nights. Going to go to dinner, have some drinks. It'll be nice just to kind of detach. Uh, we had a funeral this past week. That was really hard on everybody, but I'm really hoping now, like, the healing the healing can start for everyone. Uh, Shannon did the eulogy at the Rosary on Monday night. She did an amazing job. So now it's it's time for everybody involved to heal, so... It'll be nice to get away for the weekend and just kind of detach and enjoy each other's company. So, happy anniversary, Shannon. Come. Oh, geez. Here we go. This guy. I'll bring my kennel. <laughs> Did you get me a room or am I staying with you guys? <laughs> Are you housebroken yet? No. <sighs> I have to stay in my kennel, although your brother is nice enough to put Wi-Fi in my kennel. Oh, you have Wi-Fi in the kennel? I got Wi-Fi in the kennel now. Nice. Okay, look at you, Jeff. You won't give him that little uh, container of water that clips onto the front cage, but you'll give him Wi-Fi. Uh, he turns into a gremlin after midnight, but... Oh, that's I, right. Yeah, we discussed this. I, all I did was put a little booster, and now he got a, yeah, he's got a sidekick now, and he's able to get on the internet, and so he's watching videos and stuff. That's all. He, wait, he's got a sidekick? He's got a sidekick. Who's the, his sidekick? No, 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 Sidekick. Remember that T-Mobile phone back in the day oh in 2006? Oh, my gosh. I was so worried. I, dude, I honestly thought there were going to be two of him now. No, there's only one of me right now. <laughs> my buddy Johnny hasn't been on in a while, but that's okay. JBW? I now have Wi-Fi in my kennel because your brother got a little booster and it sends a signal to my Sidekick. And now, <laughs> I get, I, now I'm up all night watching YouTube videos. You know, I'm up all night. I see. I see. Watching YouTube videos of, uh, what, people drinking chocolate milkshakes at Black Bear? I, I really don't know. No, no. They're watching fries get tossed at BK and secrets of BK and stuff like that. But Oh, fries getting tossed. I see. Yeah, yes. But now I'm up all night, you know. All night long. Okay, all way night. to ruin it. Now that's all, all night. Good. All night long. <laughs> all night. All night. <laughs> it's it, it's such a soothing voice 
It's like a mix of Fergie and Jesus. Yeah, he's got Wi-Fi in his kennel now. He's been staying up all night. I have to shut the doors. I have to shut the door, his door and my door, so I don't hear him watching BK YouTube videos. I see. So I wonder, you, people listen to the show, right? I don't know why, but people do listen to the show. I wonder if there's a talent director out there that just heard KBW sing and is going to recruit him for the Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, I want to go on Mass Singer. Oh. I'm, I'm famous enough to now be on Mass Singer. I see. Hey, Alexa Bliss, she was just on it, so why not KBW? Oh, night long. <laughs> oh, night. <laughs> This is good stuff. I bet Ozer is so happy that KBW has Wi-Fi now. He is. How many E's go into Ozer when you type out your your long Ozer? How many E's are in that? Well, there's 52 O's. Oh, 52. Okay. Three Z's and about 42 E's. 42. Okay. So more O's than E's. That's why why this letter is taking forever to send and by the way, when you guys go down to WrestleMania, you need to take my letter. Uh, yes, we, we certainly will. I'm, I'm sure Ozer is waiting with bated breath for whatever it is you have to say to him. This letter is going to be immaculate. I see. I see. It's uh, your master of puppets, KBW, isn't it? You guys got to get him out of this house. Keyboard Warrior's just been too much. He's been working on this letter to Steve Ozer ever since he heard that we were going to Mania for sure. It's been crazy, dude. He's so excited. Yes, he, he is. He wants us to give us the, this letter, this immaculate letter. I don't even know how many pages it is. I don't know anything about this thing. Should we just take KBW with us? Uh, I need a break. Well, I'm just banking on lost luggage, right? Because if he's in his kennel, he'll have to go in with the other animals. Anyways, I go now. Bye, everybody. Bye, KBW. I'll, I'll, I'll be back later with my McChicken and my fries <laughs> and my apple turnover and my Big Mac and my quarter pounder. And my McRib. Wow. McRib. They don't even make the McRib. Wow. He must be a VIP there. They're making him the McRib. He's got like a secret menu over at the local McDonald's. Ah, I see. And on that secret menu is the McRib. He's so famous that he's got his own secret menu at the Mc- local McDonald's. And he's going to be on Mass Singer. Wow. KB McW. Bye, everybody. Bye, KBW. Doing big things. <laughs> doing big things. <laughs> <laughs> like to get any of our shirts head on over to pro wrestling tees or whatamaneuver.net where's my shirt i want a shirt get out of here <laughs> follow us on twitter youtube snapchat and the book of faces at fully posable instagram fully posable w f p you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on stitcher itunes iHeartRadio, and spotify if you want to listen to any of our past podcasts as well like going all the way back to episode one just head on over to podbean see as the thing you can do also, you, please rate and review and subscribe or follow on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP, at gmail.com. All right, Scott, what's going on? What toys have you gotten recently? Uh, well, I saw you on Saturday, this past Saturday, for our annual MLB Fantasy Draft, which was a blast, but you had some goodies for me. You had some clear protective cases for the Fully Posable custom Hasbros that Jason Wolf did that some of our listeners got together and got you and I. That was amazing. And got me a third case for the gobbledygooker that you got me for Christmas. So those are all safely protected now. You got me my Elite 100 Andre the Giant, which, man, that thing is beautiful. Oh, it's so good. It's already up there for figure of the year. 
Oh, don't there's at, no doubt about it, dude. Don't at me. Don't at me. It, yeah, no way. And it doesn't even matter variant or the regular. They're both just incredible. And then the Alf figure, which I love. So that was my hookups. Have you cracked any of those open? No, not yet, dude. It's been so crazy this week. And then I said, go, like I said, going away this weekend. So probably not until, I would guess, after WrestleMania. So like the weekend after WrestleMania, probably just going to chill out. Take some time here in the room because I got a lot of boxes building up. And uh, got that third detail from Tim at a chair shot. So huge thanks to Tim. We finally got to meet Tim. That was incredible. And uh, Yeah, it took five years. Yeah, Hey, better late than never. But uh, he hooked me up with that third detail. So I got to get that set up and get some shelves in there. So just super excited to, to finally get in this room and start putting some stuff away. Yeah, finally, after five years, we finally met Tim after numerous fantasy baseball drafts and Stockton cons and San Jose toy shows. He shows up to our fantasy baseball draft this year, 2023. So it was good to finally meet him. It was. It really was. He uh, drafted a good team. Yeah, he did. He did. You, dra- you drafted a good team. Thank you. I thought I drafted a good team until Reese Hoskins tore his ACL today, and now I'm SOL on first base. So uh, let's talk Otani for Alonzo trade. <laughs> this isn't the first time you've had this happen, dude. You've had ACLs go in the preseason before. Well, not or spring me. training, not preseason. Not me personally. Just players. No, uh, not you. Per- that would have been horrible. But uh, remember Schwarber a few years back. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I remember that. Yep, and you seem to be the recurring victim of the ACLs in spring training. Uh, you pulled through that one. So let's see how you pull through this one. Yay, Tristan Casas. I don't think you should spit on that guy yet. Just let let the lineup breathe a little bit, dude. Let, o- let Otani carry you to great heights. Uh, anyways, <laughs> any hoot. All right, Scott, we haven't played... Can you last a minute in a couple weeks? Dude, it's been so nice. Well, tough. We're going to be playing it this week. Ah, crap. And it's my turn to get you back. Oh, damn it. You need to take out your earbuds for the first figure. All right. Taking them out now. Ding. Defining moments. And I'm back. I should have given you your clue. It was made in the 2010s. Made in the 2010s. Quickly, way this game works. I just told you guys what the figure is. Scott has 90 seconds to guess the figure. And hopefully he gets it right so he doesn't get angry and start throwing stuff and then causes havoc. Well, because quitting's not working. No. Clearly. Quitting doesn't work on this game or at my job because I live in California and I can't continue on life if I quit. So (laughs) anyways, (laughs) I'm going to start the stopwatch right now. Mattel. Yep. Okay. Is it a legends figure? No, it's it's from the elite line. It's elite. Okay. So it's not from the elite main line and it's not from the elite uh, legends line. Correct. Is it a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive? No. Okay. Is it a defining moment? Yes. Okay. And it's from the 2010s. That would basically cover all of the defining moments. Okay, it's the Macho Man. No. Ultimate Warrior. No. Hulk Hogan. No. Sting, Crow. Yes. Yes, there you go. Nice. Okay, layup for you. Layup for you. I don't know about a layup. 
Dude, that's... Man, if you... One of these days, we should do Mattel's top 10. Right? We've been at this with Mattel now for almost 14 years. And they have put out some amazing figures. I think we should do a top 10. I mean, obviously, we're all going to agree that the Macho Man Slim Jim is number one. But I mean, two through 10, that could be good. Macho Man Slim Jim wouldn't even make my list. KBW, bite him. Sick him. Let's go get his McChicken. <laughs> Great. Apple turnover. And... <laughs> and McRib that they don't even make right now or ever again. That was a layup. I just wanted to get you kind of getting going. Um, this next figure was made in the 1990s. Ooh, the 90s. Okay. Yes. So okay. Go, ahead, go ahead and take out your earbuds. Pillman Galoob. Okay. Made in the 1990s. I'm going to start the stopwatch now. Galoob. Yes. Oh, uh, was it from the U.S. releases? Yes. Sting. No. Oh, I thought we were going to have a trend. Uh, Barry Windham? No. Ron Simmons? Nope. Butch Reed? Nope. Sid Vicious? No. Ric Flair? No. Arn Anderson? No. Tom Zink? <laughs> no. Brian Pillman? Yes. <laughs> 22 <laughs> seconds. Dude, there were, what, 12 figures in the first assortment? First and only U.S. assortment? Yes, and I think you were ready to go on all 12. I think you were going all <laughs> in on all 12. I hadn't even hit Luger yet. I know, exactly. 22 <laughs> seconds, I think that's a new record, if I'm not mistaken. See, isn't it crazy? Like, I've got those Galoob figures ingrained in my head. I mean, again, that's not a lot of them, but going through the defining moments, it takes a little bit longer to like, okay, this guy was in it, this guy. But the Galoobs, blow right through them. Even the yep. UKs, throw them in, no problem. I don't know what it is about that, just... That was young brain back then, and now you got old brain. Giving you layups this week. All because of the Summers rule. This, <laughs> Justin must be so happy there was a rule named after him. I will give you a difficult one. Okay. All right. Earbuds are coming out now. Oh, wait. Okay. What's my clue? My raging clue. Uh, made in the 2000s. Oof. I mean, there were only a couple, but man. If it's a classic superstars. Oh, crap. All right. Earbuds are coming out. The Nash Deluxe Classic. And I'm back. I will start the stopwatch. S Goddamn summer's rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am starting the stopwatch now. Uh, TNA Toy Biz. Uh, Jax. Yes. Oof. Is it a classic superstars? No. Ooh. Is it a ruthless aggression? No. Oh, is it a king of the ring? No. Is it an R3 tech? No. You were closer with Jax classic. Oh, oh, um, uh, deluxe, deluxe classic. There you go. Okay, deluxe classic Lex Luger. No. Nash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this game took like all of like literally a minute and a half. <laughs> nice, nice. By the way, with that Lex Luger, why did they give him the big gold belt when he was wearing the U.S. outfit? Oh, that's right, because Chinese New Year. Exactly. I mean, if anything, they should have just done the winged eagle, even though technically he never won it. All right. Well, you got all three this week. Those were those were kind of softballs, dude. Especially the Galoob one. The Galoob one was definitely a softball. I had to. Summer's rules in effect. I see. Yeah. I see. The summer rule pitch clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pitch clock. We have a minute and a half. 
Let's get into the news. Let's start off with Foco's bobbleheads. First one was the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers, they were the both of them standing there on a base. It looked awesome. I wanted them, and I saw that they were 70 bucks, and I had to step back a little bit. Did you get the Heart Foundation? Yes. You did. Okay. I had to get that one, dude. The Bushwhackers did look really good. Very good. They had the hats on. Yes. And so obviously that's like a super premium format. And there's two of them. You know, basically that's what you're going to pay for the, the Coliseum collection from Mattel. It's it's a tough pass for me. Like, I love bobbleheads, but I like wrestling figures more. So I have to pass on the bobbleheads, but they are so good. The other bobblehead that Foco showed off was the Austin and Rock Beer Bash bobbleheads. Yes. I don't think they were better than the Bushwhackers. I love the Bushwhackers ones, but... Yeah, those Bushwhackers are incredible. I'm basically waiting until they do a Legion of Doom, and then I'm going to have to jump in on them. Yeah. That, like, that's what's going to get me to spend 70 bucks on some wrestling bobbleheads is going to be the Legion of Doom, which I would imagine that's true for a lot of people. You know, yeah, it's they look cool, but it's got to be a name that you you collect regularly or you have fond memories of from your childhood, and that hits both boxes for me. So if they release Legion of Doom, I'm 100% in. So if you want any of those bobbleheads, head on over to FOCO. All right, let's move over to KWK, Sean Ng. And by the way, thank you, Sean, for being on last week. Yeah, who's a uh, KBW fan, apparently. Uh, he loves he loves KBW. <laughs> Who knew? KBW has a fan. If he Sean wants me to send him his way, he's more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. Just remember... No water after midnight, and he's grown accustomed to the Wi-Fi booster. On a sidekick. Right. The T-Mobile sidekick. And don't like give him from- access to DoorDash, because it's going to be Burger King all day at your doorstep. I had to actually disable that app. The DoorDash one for him? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, he was using, when I was at work, he was using the computer, and he found DoorDash. Next thing I know, like, my bill is being rung up, and I'm like, I didn't order any of this food. Like, I don't eat this trash. I was like, oh, he's having it delivered to the house, and I realized he was ordering BK to the house anyways. <laughs> Sean showed off his next signing, and it's ODB. So he's got his first female coming into his KWK collector's line. Very good, very good. I can't wait to see the finished product on that one. Everything yeah. so far has been great. Uh, first female out of the shoot. I can't wait to see what the finished product looks like. I want to thank Sean again for being on last week. All right, Scott, let's move over to Mattel. Things got a little spicy on the Wrestling Figs message boards, but I'll start off with the easy question. Ooh, spicy. I can't wait. First question comes in from JLAF77. When determining the pairings for the Coliseum collection, will you always go with the versus theme or will you ever consider tag teams and or wrestler manager. Steve said, we just need viable sets. They may be themed, matches, teams, alliances, or just two balanced figs together. Anchor and supporting talent. That'd be a nice home for uh, uh, Heenan and Andre. Just saying. A lot of these questions that are coming through on the message boards is all about Coliseum Collection right now. It's over, brother. I'm telling you, this Coliseum Collection, they struck gold. It was like they couldn't do the big rubber figures. So just doing them in their standard Mattel Elite format or Ultimate format, just it it makes so much sense. You just put them in their LJN outfit and boom, you've got a love letter to LJN. This this thing is money, dude, I'm telling you. And with the inclusion of the accessories like we kind of talked about last week, 
Dude, sky's the limit on this. All right, so this is where things got good on the Wrestling Figs message board, and Steve actually jumped in. So here we go. Next question comes in from Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Oh, he's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Jeff Farmer? Wasn't that the guy that couldn't cut a promo or something like that? <laughs> I think so. And I've been watching on my sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look up worst wrestling promo, and that's the guy. I think it's this guy, if I'm not I'm, mistaken. I'm pretty sure it is. All right, well, he's on the Wrestling Figs message board. So, anyways, question. The belts have never been improved since day one. Are there talks or plans to upgrade the belts? Fairly important part of any figure line, and they just aren't good enough, to be honest. Steve said, well, we just upgraded the spinner and the women's titles. If you are wishing for something more specific, please toss out the requests. There are a few I'd personally like to upgrade to improve plates, but we have to make a call on where to spend those tooling dollars. New belts versus other new parts needed for figures. So Jeff replied. Uh-oh, here we go. I think the classic titles would be a good start. The Winged Eagle, Intercontinental, and Tag Belts, then the Attitude Era belts. A lot of people feel the belts just haven't kept up with all figure improvements. If budgeting and tooling are the issue, then you guys could sell the hell out of an Ultimate Edition belt line. Ooh. Five, five belts per pack with high-quality belts. Steve replied, This doesn't really solve anything, unfortunately. It doesn't work that way. Okay, so they, he's saying right off the bat, boom, there will not be a belt pack. Correct. Okay, they have done one before, though. Oh, yeah, they, that was sold on RSC, yeah. Years ago, though. Correct, correct. Okay. But uh, those were, but Jumpin' Jeff Farmer is actually saying he, he wants the belt upgraded. He's saying that he wants all new belts. He wants belt packs put out. Right, so with, we're not talking re-releases here. He wants retooled belts. Exactly, exactly. Got it. Okay, so instead of putting money towards, like, a Coliseum collection set of two figures, he's like, take that money and dump it into five belts. Exactly. Hmm, okay. As Steve said, he says this doesn't really solve anything. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So, Jumpin' Jeff Farmer said, really does. Are you not even a little bit embarrassed when you see the efforts of companies like Forbidden Figurines? They have made your belts look like toys you would get in a Christmas cracker. Okay. That's not a fair comparison, but keep going. I like this guy. <laughs> I bet KBW does. This is my buddy. This is my buddy, Jeff Farmer. <laughs> it's also his alter ego. He's, he's taken a lot of the stuff that I had written in my letter. I had belts in there, too. I'm not even going to hand his letter to Steve. I'm just going to, like, drop it on the ground and hope Steve sees it. Can you put it in, like, a car cover, like in Back to the Future, when Marty McFly put the note to Christopher Lloyd in the car cover when they were back in 1955 before he hit the clock tower? <laughs> Please? Can you find Steve's car and put it there? Actually, Thank you. K KBW, to be fair, he'll probably know that it's yours because on the envelope, it'll be, like, 53 O's and 38 E's and three Z's. Yeah, so he'll probably know that it's you. Yeah, he's going to count the O's, too. Right. He's like, crap, there's 53 of them. This KBW. I don't want to come across as cheeky here, but the Winged Eagle has never had an upgrade. You are making amazing figures these days, especially with the Ultimates. And yes, most people on here will slam me for having this opinion and questioning your can't-do opinion on the matter. But you guys should take a look at what Forbidden Figurines have made and try to go down that road. I love your figures, Bill. 
Oops. Oh, does KBW still like this guy? He got the name wrong. Doesn't know what he's talking about on that part, but that he's, I like where he's going with this. <laughs> and remain a loyal customer, but your belts are living in the past. Maybe if there weren't so many hands with every figure, then this may free up some budget. Hmm. Steve replied, well, first of all, I'm not Bill. Ooh. Damn. Damn. Shit's getting real. <laughs> what do you say about his mom? Why would I be embarrassed by the great customizers and independent companies out there? That's it. Apples and oranges. That is, he was not comparing the same thing at all. I'm glad that Ozer let off with that. Are amazing, and I'm a fan and customer of some of them. What they do versus mass manufacturing product for retailers are two totally different things. Exactly. Telling you your particular solution doesn't work is not a quote unquote can't do opinion. Damn, shit's getting real. Damn. <laughs> I'm like Michael Jackson with the popcorn gift. You know? <laughs> I'm like Big E with the popcorn. I'm just telling you that the idea doesn't solve the tooling spending issues. The cost issues work well in the current retail landscape. That was not me shutting the door on improvements in general. So once again, as I posted a few posts back, what specifically are you and others looking for in improved belts? Let's start there. So Steve had very, uh, very well thought out responses to Mr. Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. So I agree. And look, of course, forbidden figurines, as Steve very well pointed out, they're customizers. Right? right? That's what they do is they make those belts to sell to people. So if you're not a fan of the Mattel belts, by all means, keep keep Forbidden Figurines in business by continuing to purchase their belts. That's great. That's a side hustle for them. Keep them in business. I, I don't see what the issue is. If you don't like something, don't, don't buy it. You know, or if you have a way to replace it, do that. So it seems like it's working, but... I, I mean, look, if I'm only getting fantastic figures out of Mattel, but the belts aren't super great, but I have an option to go buy better belts somewhere else, I'll take that. I'll take the amazing looking figure and go buy the belt from somebody else that gives them business. That's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. Mattel wins. Forbidden Figurines wins. That's great. I mean, yes, it's more money, but hey, they look badass in your detolf, don't they? And on top of that, Forbidden Figurines also makes belts that Mattel can't, that they don't have the license right. to do. So exactly, so because they can, they can do the Forbidden Door thing, right? They can do AEW, they can do NJPW, AAA, you name it, they can do it. That's that's a win-win. Keep them in business for sure. All right, next question comes in from Hickenbottom Kid. He said, "Steve, more of a business question, but with something like the WWE 2K23 Cena tie-in, who makes the first call on something like that?" Is this something WWE pitches to both parties? Does 2K come to you guys or you to them? Steve said, it really just came out of the collaboration process. We look for ways to work together annually, and this is the best execution yet, in my opinion. The final playable action figure complete with articulation was their genius idea. And it's, it, look, it's fantastic. We talked about it last week. Uh, so there's a qualifying purchase. You basically buy a figure and then you send the code in and they'll send you the code to download the Cena. It's, it's just completely awesome. I love when they do the crossovers with the video games and the figures. Cause those are two passions of mine. So I'm hoping next year, the roster grows. I'm hoping they put like 10 figures in the game, right? Why not? Let's go crazy. But I would imagine there's going to be a lot of customizers out there making 
figure creator wrestlers for this game. But it looks fantastic. Well done all around. So Stormbreaker on the Wrestling Figs message boards jumped into this thread. He said, Will 2K offer a patch if the drop-down hips glitch during gameplay? Winky face. He said the in-game character is an elite, so it unfortunately doesn't have the advanced ultimate drop-down hips. So no ultimates in there. <laughs> he should have put a winky face. Next question comes in from WWE Legends Figures. Hi, Steve. When you get around to doing Piper in the Coliseum collection, would you like to see two soft goods kilts packaged? The classic red and white one, and also the tartan. Tartan? Tartan. Tar tartan. 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 I think he misspelled Tarzan. Also the Tarzan to no, match it's not the. Tarzan. Oh. oh, well, why'd you why'd you steer me wrong on that one? Because it was easy. Because you'll read whatever's uh, on the teleprompter. Basically. Uh, also the Tartan to match the LJN. Steve said, "I'd prefer the LJN kilt in the Coliseum collection." Same. In my opinion, Roddy is worthy of more than one ultimate, as there are a few truly iconic eras of his er of his career we could do. You guys could also easily change the kilt on your hypothetical CC Piper as you like, since the packaging is collector friendly and we've released that red and white kilt already. Uh, what's your preference, Jeff? If it's the LJN, they've got to stick true to LJN. So it's got to be white hot rod shirt, red and black kilt. And there you go. But how cool would it be if they did the Panther face? It's didn't, it was not the hot rod shirt. It has, if they're in the Coliseum collection, it has to be the hot rod shirt. No, I know, but wasn't there a prototype shown that had the Panther face, or am I completely off base? So, here? Jax did have a one of that had the Panther face with the leather jacket or soft goods jacket. Jax did, Jax did. Okay, so maybe I was just on crack or something when I thought I saw a picture of the LJN with the Panther face. That was never a thing. I think that was a custom, dude, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? Okay. Okay. So someone could correct us if we're wrong, but I'm almost positive that was a custom. Okay. Got it. So I agree with you. Keep the love, as Steve has pretty much said, keep the love letter going, but it makes a lot of sense if you're going to upgrade the perceived value, I guess, of these things, which we've talked about. It makes sense to have a soft goods shirt, soft goods kilt. What color trunks do you go with for Piper? Same as LJN, right? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, as much as you'd want to say blue. It's my first answer to everything. It's like, it, yeah. I want to see that baby blue. Nobody's done the baby blue. Well, not until the Superstars Piper comes out, but that baby blue. And I mentioned this last week and I've been hyping on it. So many guys wore that baby blue. The Rock and Roll Express wore black and baby blue. Yep. Junkyard, Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. We mentioned that last week. British Same thing Bulldogs. with Davey. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So that baby blue was a popular color back then and they can do it. I would like to see them do that with more figures. Yeah, I agree. They did Piper in the blue trunks in that t-shirt series that they did. Forgot all about that. Yeah, Mattel did Piper in blue trunks in that t-shirt series. But I mean, I would guess if you're going to go straight up across the board, LJN, blue trunks are out for that one. That rounds out the news, Scott. What do you say we jump into the nostalgia segment? Let's go talk about it. Jump into WWE Elite Series 79. We want everybody to head on over to Wrestling Figure Database. Of course, over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made, ever produced, 
over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do this week, head on over to the WWE Main Elite Line section, search for 51 to 100, scroll down just a bit, click on series, scroll down to 79, and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Come. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite Series 79? Yes, sir. Mattel WWE Elite Series 79 consisted of Big E, came with the blue SmackDown title, and, of course, a plate of pancakes. Bobby Fish, he was your variant in this series. Regular version was Bobby Fish, came with an NXT tag title. UE, Polly Pocket style shirt variant, was Bobby in black gear, same accessories. Daniel Bryan. Came with two heads. One had long hair. The other was short hair. Next up, one of the best female figures Mattel has done to date. Io Shirai came with a soft goods jacket. Amazing figure. Roman Reigns came with the raw title and an extra head. Next up, Xavier Woods came with Francesca. The Up Up Down Down title. And an extra head that had blonde hair and glasses. And... Undertaker, special 30th year anniversary figure, and Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 79. Favorite figure in the series? I gotta go Io Shirai. Yeah. It was good top to bottom, great series, but that Io, like I said, one of the best female figures that Mattel has done to date. Hands down. Absolutely beautiful figure. It made it into our Hall of Fame for a female figure in 2021? 2020? I think it was 21. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that good of a figure. It is. It's outstanding. Yeah, Mattel absolutely knocked that one out of the park. Xavier Woods was unique because yeah, it was. It, it gave him the extra head with the blonde hair, and I forget what pay per view that was from. Not only that, it gave him the they gave him the up up down down title. Right. So that figure, it's very underrated just because of the accessories and the extra inclusions of everything in there. Totally agree, and he's got his tag team partner, Big E, in this assortment as well. The Bobby Fish is really well done. Really, this whole series is solid top to bottom, but again, gun to head, picking favorite figure, I'm going to Shirai. All right, I've got to disagree with you on top to bottom because that <laughs> Daniel Bryan was awful. <laughs> okay. The extra accessory was an extra head with long hair, which, okay, the head on the figure was short hair, Daniel Bryan. That's so you it. got like two versions of them. There's no t-shirt. There's no, there's nothing like that figure was just plain Jane. Terrible. Okay. But okay. that is Jeff with your weekly hot take. I wouldn't even say that's a hot take. That's a fact. <laughs> He's right. You now. <laughs> KBW loves it. When you get spicy. Why Jeff farmer and I are best friends. Yeah. KBW is like this MF spitting is texting Jeff um, through my sidekick. And I was texting him and I was telling him, Hey, Bring up the belts to Ozer. Tell him KBW sent you. Get my letter when you go to Los Angeles. <laughs> I swear this guy's going to have his own show, dude. We kind of touched on it last week with Sean Ng. I am so afraid he's going to have his own show. I have time for that. He's too busy playing with his new sidekick, and he has the Wi-Fi now. Yeah, and he's found the McChicken, apparently, so. I've always known about the McChicken. <laughs> oh, okay. Cluck, cluck, jerk. <laughs> but what do you know about the McDLT? McDLT. Founded by McDonald's in 1986. Damn. It's the McDLT was the thing where they had the hot and the cold. The hot and the cold, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about they had the hot and the cold? What does that mean? 
Well, they had the hot side, like the burger and the cheese. Yes. And then if I'm not mistaken, on the other side, there was the bread and the lettuce. And, oh, that delicious lettuce. <laughs> oh. Is KBW okay, dude? You need to be dude. careful. He might finish on your leg or something. Oh, Jesus. Get out of here. Yeah. get out. Put him back in his kennel. He starts talking about McDLTs. He got excited. It turned into a gremlin right there. Not the good kind. <laughs> he was spitting knowledge, though, dude. That was. That was 86. It was 86? Yeah. His McDonald's game is strong. I know about my fast food. Get here. I'm going <laughs> to quiz you next week, Scatoon, on fast food. <laughs> Don't you threaten me. Don't you threaten me with a good time. <laughs> All right, we have some eBay prices to go over. Big E with the blue SmackDown tag title, plate of pancakes, last sold eBay listing was March 21st for $30 on a buy it now. Bobby Fish, which was the variant, regular, was the white and dark gear. NXT tag title, UE Polly Pocket style shirt, variant was Bobby in black gear. For the regular, last sold eBay listing was March 12th for $35. Variant, last sold. March 2nd for $36 on a buy it now. Yo, Brian, horrible figure. Nice. <laughs> there wasn't even enough accessories to even talk about, so I'm going to just say that last sold was February 23rd for $30. I'm actually shocked that went for $30. I was going to say, somebody liked it. Daniel Bryan is on TV. <clears throat> very True. prominent, very prominent in AEW. So. Although apparently he's home now playing with his kids, so good for him. Io Shirai with that awesome soft goods jacket. Last sold eBay listing was today, March 23rd, for $9.99 on a buy it now. I think you can still buy her on ringside for that. Are you serious? That figure has never gone up, dude. Ever. That thing has been on clearance at ringside so many. Like, every time they have a sale, you see Io Shirai available. Like, at, all, like at that price. If not, like, a couple dollars higher, a couple dollars lower, it's always been inexpensive. Isn't it crazy that some of our figures that are in the Hall of Fame are like seven bucks, eight bucks, nine yeah. bucks, like Nia Jax was too. The Nia Jax, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. We can't predict the future. All right. Roman Reigns with the Raw title, Extra Head. Last sold eBay listing was March 16th for $28.91 on a buy it now. Xavier Woods with Francesca, the Up, Up, Down, Down title. Extra head with the blonde hair and glasses. Last sold eBay listing was March 20th for $39.99 on a buy it now. Ooh, somebody agreed with you. That's a unique figure. They paid for it. Absolutely. And The Undertaker, the 30-year anniversary figure, was purple and black packaging, Polly Pocket hat, Polly Pocket jacket. Last sold eBay listing was January 26th for $14 on two bids. That seems low. It was extremely low. <clears throat> but to kind of turn that around... Figure was prominent. You can find it everywhere at Walmart. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah, it wasn't a rare thing. Okay. All right, Scott. We are getting close to WrestleMania, so it's time for some more WrestleMania <laughs> trivia. Ooh, this this okay. week, it's WrestleMania 3 trivia. Oh, nice. Okay, so we reviewed WrestleMania 3 uh, the end of 2019 on Drunk Wrestling History. Okay. Eddie and I reviewed it. Adam, we did it. Actually, it was one of our San Diego episodes when we were in San Diego for like a week or whatever it was. Uh, that was one of the episodes we recorded while we were in San Diego. Yep. So the last time I watched it was, gosh, it was probably then. So it's been almost three and a half years. Okay. So question number one, and all the answers will be given afterwards. 93,173. 
Wait for the question. <laughs> WrestleMania's three announced total attendance topped 93,000. At the time, this was claimed to be the largest audience for a North American sporting event. But Dave Meltzer said. <laughs> what was the venue for this huge testicle? The Houston Astrodome, Pontiac Silverdome, the Sky Dome, or Seattle Kingdom? The Silverdome, brother. <laughs> Most unusual match of the night was a six-man tag team affair. One team was anchored by King Kong Bundy, the other by Hillbilly Jim. What was unusual about their teammates? <laughs> they were women. They were little people. They were little people and women. They were United States political figures. They were little people. Yes. Another match featured WWE mainstay junkyard dog against wrestling legend Harley Race. What was the unique outcome of this contest? Junkyard dog got to shave Race's beard. Junkyard dog had to bow to Race, acknowledging him as king of wrestling. Harley Race had to leave wrestling forever. Or Harley Race got to hogtie Junkyard dog with his own chain. Number B. JYD had to bow. Anticipated matches of WrestleMania 3 was the confrontation between Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis. What was unique about Piper's ring entrance? Piper rode to the ring on a motorcycle. Piper was carried in by a legion of harem girls. Piper ran to the ring rather than coming in one of the motorized platforms like the rest of the wrestlers. Piper was accompanied by several armed guards dressed as Scottish Highlanders. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go C. C? Okay. Because I don't remember. The Piper Adonis match ended with Adrian Adonis getting a portion of his head shaved. Who did the shaving? Hulk Hogan, Brutus Beefcake, Roddy Piper himself, or Mr. T? Brutus Beefcake. This performed match of the night was the WWE Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship contest between Macho Man and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The greatest match of all time. Oh, here you go, Scott. This is an don't attempt. me. This is to test your knowledge regarding this match. Okay. How many two counts? Oh, I knew they were going to ask that one. They're over the course of the match. I, okay. Wait. I, I think, oh, I know, I know. I, I think I know how many. I just need to hear the number. Nine, 17, 13, or 14. I wasn't even close. <laughs> I was like 34. Um, give me the numbers again. Was there nine two counts, 17 two counts, 13 two counts, or 14 two counts? Damn, I kept, I kept thinking there was a four in it. I'm going to go 14, dude. 14? How did WrestleMania 3 Savage Steamboat match end? Savage was pushed from the top rope by George the Animal Steel and pinned by Steamboat. Steamboat was disqualified when Roddy Piper came to his aid. Savage was disqualified for striking his own manager. Savage submitted to Steamboat's figure four leg lock. Number A. Number A. All right. Your match of the evening pitted Andre the Giant, whom the WWE claimed had never been clearly pinned in his 15-year career against WWE World Heavyweight Champion Hulk Hogan, who was by far the most popular wrestler, pro wrestler in North America at the time. In the opening minutes of the bout, Hogan went for a body slam, but Andre countered with a body press and nearly pinned the champion. Who was the referee counting Andre's near win? Teddy Long, Joey Morella, Danny Davis, or Dave Hebner? It was Joey Morella. Very good. R.I.P., Joey. R.I.P. One of the best referees. Agree. 
What audacious move did Hogan attempt in the middle of the world championship match? He pulled aside Andre's shoulder strap and attempted to de-pants the challenger. <laughs> de-pants. De-pants? Wait, that's a word? It's a word. Well, it is now, damn it. I'm going to use it all the time. Hey, fun trivia is using it. He launched Andre's manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan, into Andre's <laughs> face with a slingshot <laughs> suplex. He pulled back the ringside padding and attempted to pile drive Andre onto the, cr- onto the concrete floor. Or he attempted an off-the-top rope superplex off of the giant. Number C. And last question. What maneuver finally ended the Hulk Hogan-Andre the Giant confrontation? Dre grabbed Hogan by the hair and headbutted him repeatedly. Referee finally ended the match because Hogan, by now a bloody mess, could no longer defend himself. That would have been cool. I know, right? Hogan body slammed Andre, hit him with the signature leg drop, then covered him. Just want to stop right there. <laughs> I, I, I like to listen to you read, to be quite honest. But we can stop it right there. It was a leg drop, brother. Okay, yeah. All right. So I will submit your answers on funtrivia.com. So let's go. I'm questionable on two of them. Okay. So many as three announced total attendance, top 93,000. And where was this at? You were right. It's the Pontiac Silverdome. Uh, perhaps the most unusual match. You were right. They were little people. Yes. Another match featured the mainstay Junkyard Dog against wrestling legend Harley Race. What was the unique outcome? You were correct. Junkyard Dog had to bow to Harley Race, acknowledging him as king of wrestling. I was so pissed when that match ended and Junkyard Dog lost. So pissed. I mean, of course, love Harley Race, but dude, Scott in 1987 loved the Junkyard Dog and wanted no part of him bowing down to Harley Race. I was so pissed. So pissed. Most anticipated matches of WrestleMania 3 was the confrontation between Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis. What was unique about Piper's ring entrance? You were correct. Piper ran to the ring rather than coming in a motorized platform. Ah, so Ultimate Warrior lifted that from him at 6. The Piper and Adonis match ended with the Adrian Adonis getting a portion of his head shave. Who did the shaving? You were correct. It was Brutus Beefcake. Perhaps the best performed match of the night was the WWE Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. How many two counts near pins were there over the course of the match? Your answer was 14. It was actually 17. Damn. Okay. Ugh. I was like, was it 34 or 39? I wasn't even close, dude. How did WrestleMania 3 Savage Steamboat match end? You were correct. George the Animal Steel pushed Savage off. Feature match of the evening pitted Andre against Hogan, who was the referee. You were correct. It was Joey Morella. What audacious move did Hogan attempt in the middle of the world championship match? You were correct. It was a pile driver. And last, what maneuver finally ended the Hulk Hogan-Andre confrontation? You were correct. It was the signature leg drop after a body slam. And no mention of the disgusting thing that happened during the Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules match. Didn't Billy Jack puke? (laughs) Yes, he did. He puked on Hercules' back. (laughs) I mean, we've seen the match where Shane heaved when he was, or Shane Douglas heaved when he was facing, I think it was Raven, and he just like barfed in the ring. Dude, it was at ringside, and <laughs> Billy Jack just barfed all over Hercules at ringside. It was so gross, dude. So gross. And apparently, word on the street is, Andre went to lift his leg to give Hogan the big boot, and little Andre came out for an appearance. <laughs> he had bat wings? No, no, no. Little Andre literally fell out when oh. Andre lifted his leg to do the boot. Now, I've gone back and watched that match a few times. 
and I have not <laughs> I have not been able to see little Andre coming out to say hello to everybody. But I don't know if that's just a bad rumor or what, but apparently that happened. So it's not it's not like the guy that was in the background on uh, Teen Wolf, the movie back in 1980 something. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at moviemistakes.com, dude. Moviemistakes.com. Got it. Okay. Yeah. There was a guy and he was standing in the bleachers when everybody was celebrating. Okay. So this was in the the end of the movie when Michael J. Fox's team wins. (laughs) There's a guy in the bleachers. Wait, what does he, what does he do? He took it out. (laughs) No way. No way. Somebody to do that. It's like, this is an awesome movie. I'm just going to whip it out. Right. They're all guys, we need you really excited. And the guy's like, I'll show you really excited. Oh, really excited? Okay, got it, guys. <laughs> oh, that's not what you meant? Oh, no. <laughs> I worked on this for five minutes. We'll do one more WrestleMania trip for you. Would you like to do WrestleMania 5? Ten questions about WrestleMania 1 through 10. Oof, okay. WrestleMania 6, 10 questions. WrestleMania 6, 10 questions for WrestleMania 6? Okay, or... WrestleMania 21, 15 questions. Ooh. The history of WrestleMania, 10 questions. Uh, WrestleMania 2000, 15 questions. What would you like to do? Give me WrestleMania 6. All right. Again, this is funtrivia.com. Edge was in attendance. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, you, Ed, and Adam realized that Edge, Hogan, and there was one more were the only three that were at WrestleMania 6 attendance and at WrestleMania 18 attendance. It was Edge, Hogan, and draw a blank on the other. I think it was Christian. I don't know. No, I don't think it was Christian. I thought Christian was at WrestleMania 6 with Edge. No, I know Edge was. I don't remember Christian saying he was. I don't, man, I have to go back and listen to my own show now. Ever do that? You won't do it. I won't do that. No. WrestleMania 6, 10 questions. The answer is given afterwards. Who did Rick Martel wrestle in the opening match? He didn't wrestle. Jake Roberts, Coco Beware, or Tatanka? It was Coco. Question number two. Which tag team won the tag titles? Demolition, Powers of Pain, Colossal Connection, or Legion of Doom? Demolition beat Colossal Connection. Like wrestle at this event. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hercules, Akeem, or Ronnie Garvin? Uh, it was Hercules. Who did Dino Bravo wrestle? And you have to give your answer. Ooh. Crap, was it was it Garvin? Uh crap. I actually know the answer, but I'm trying to figure out if how to give you this hint. So it wasn't Ronnie Garvin. It was not Ronnie Garvin. Hmm. Um, uh oh no no, it wasn't Tito, because Tito wrestled Barbarian. It was not Tito. Okay, hold on. Like let me start doing process of elimination here. Okay. Oh, it was Hacksaw. Yeah, it was Hacksaw. Okay. I'm like going through the Hasbro collection. <laughs> it's like two female valets wrestled in the actual mixed tag team match at this event. Sherry and Elizabeth. None of these. Elizabeth and Sapphire. Sapphire and Sherry. Sapphire and Sherry. Very good. Who did ravishing Rick Rude wrestle? Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Ultimate Warrior, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. The Hart Foundation wrestled the Bolsheviks at this event. Was this the shortest match on the card? Yes or no? Yes. It was. Very good. That match lasted like, what was it? Not even like a minute, was it? It was like Undertaker nails type thing. Yeah, it was super short. It was, And I don't know if that's because they like were just like go out and squash them because we're really going to be pushing the Heart Foundation here when Demolition turns heel. 
which that's probably the case, or if they were just running short on time and they're like, just hit the fast forward button, guys. Jake the Snake Roberts wrestle Rick Rude, Ted DiBiase, Bad News Brown, or Andre the Giant? Ooh, uh, WrestleMania six, Jake. Give it to me one more time. Rick Rude, Ted DiBiase, Bad News Brown, or Andre the Giant? Well, Piper wrestled Bad News. It had to be DiBiase. At six? At six. Who do you... Oh, he faced Andre at five. Okay, yeah, it's DiBiase. Questions about the main event of the night. Before the match took place, who was the ultimate... God damn it, I just gave it away. Who was the Intercontinental Champion? Uh, Warrior was IC, Hogan was heavyweight. Before the main event, Hogan was the heavyweight. That's question 10. Oh, well, there you go. I think you got all of these right, if I'm not mistaken. I got stuck at Dino Bravo. Okay, who did Rick Martel wrestle? You were correct, Coco Beware. Which tag team won the tag team titles? You were correct, Demolition. Who did Earthquake wrestle at this event? You were correct, it was Hercules. Who did Dino Bravo wrestle? You were correct, it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Which two female valets wrestled in the actual mixed tag team match at this event? You were correct, Sapphire and Cherry. Who did Ravishing Rick Rude wrestle? You were correct, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Was the Hart Foundation and Bolsheviks shortest match on the card? Correct answer is yes. Who did Jake the Snake Roberts wrestle? Ted DiBiase, Ultimate Warrior, was the IC champ, and Hogan was the WWF champ. There you go. I guess I knew six pretty well, but I got stuck at Dino. So are you getting WWE 2K23? Um... So I've got MLB The Show 23, Captain Edition, coming my way. Like, I literally just got my shipping notification today, and I think it's coming tomorrow. So my issue is I don't play multiple games at a time. One always gets pushed aside in favor of the other. And I think if I buy 2K23 right now, because I'm getting MLB The Show 23, I'm going to push the WWE game off to the side at some point. Because I get so wrapped up in MLB The Show. So I think... I think I'm going to push it off maybe three months and I'll wait until it goes on like a decent sale. The money that I save by not buying it right away, I'll use to get like the DLC pack. I think that's the better move. I want it, but I think it's going to get pushed aside. I was wondering if you were going to get it. Yeah, it's getting really good reviews too. Like if you're a fan of the WWE series, but you've been kind of reluctant because of the crap show that came out a couple years ago, I, I think it's, it's safe to jump back in the pool. It's been getting great reviews. It looks great. There's that Cena articulated figure that's in the game. And it looks fantastic. The DLC that's coming out has some really strong names. It's a great offering from 2K. But again, I get so wrapped up in that. Baseball is like pretty much my favorite sport. So I just get so wrapped up in that game. I just think I would push the WWE game aside. Jordan Cassad on the Stolen Gimmicks podcast, him, Joe, and Handsome Zach all sat down and reviewed the game. Joe gave it an 8.5. Was that the highest out of 10? Uh, yeah. And okay. he, he said 8.5. He says it's a good game. There was one thing that he hated. It's my faction or something like that. And see, I never do that. Okay. Yeah. He says that's the only downfall of the game. <clears throat> Other than okay, that, got he it. says the rest of it's really, really fun. Jordan agreed with him. I don't remember what Jordan's score was, but anyways, they reviewed it on Stolen Gimmicks podcast. Okay, nice. Yeah, everything I've been hearing, that just kind of goes along with it, that it's a great game. So yeah. it's on. It's definitely on the want list, just I'm not going to buy it yet list. Okay. Well, you got to do it to get some redemption points for the ultimate figures. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely for sure. 
Speaking of our podcasting buddies, we want you guys to check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Check them out where they reviewed Battle Dome this past week. Battle Dome? You don't remember Battle Dome? Refresh my memory. It was basically a Gladiator's knockoff, but like it was more hardcore. Hmm. came out in about the uh, late 90s, I think it was. They actually invaded WCW one time. Wow. No, dude, I don't remember that at all. Okay, Terry Crews was on it. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, really? Terry Crews? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. So anyways, they reviewed Battle Dome. They watched an episode, so go check that out. Also, check out the TB Toycast as well, where they reviewed San Diego Comic-Con Mattel Elite figures. Ooh, okay. Yep. Very good. And also check out Breaker and Daniel Cross every Saturday morning for Rumble Wheel. I forgot what they talked about this past week. I'm drawing a blank. It's going gonna, it's gonna to kill me. I can't remember it. But it was. I enjoy that show. I really like it. Great job on that show, guys. It'll come to you as soon as we stop recording. Probably. That's the way it always works. Absolutely. Also, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. And they reviewed WrestleMania 13 this past week. Oh, okay. 13 wasn't bad. I mean, obviously, Austin Brett. Yeah, that's what everybody remembers it for. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. match. So anyways, check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can also check out Seth, Sheena, and Marco over at the chick Foley Show. Uh, got- condolences to the Phelps family for the loss of their dog, losing a pet. I mean, never, we've all been through it, and never it's never easy. easy. No, it sucks. It's one of the worst things. It's sometimes worse than losing a family member because you are with that animal every day. Sometimes they sleep right next to you at nighttime every single night. So sending a ton of love to the Phelps family, that sucks. I'm so sorry for you guys, and I hope you guys are doing all right. The boy kitten is ready to go swimming in the bay. (laughs) They sleep next to you, and then they wake you up at 3.30 in the morning too. And then break your hard drive that has a bunch of stuff stored on it that you need. By the way, how's that going? Uh, To be honest, I forgot it in the back of my car. Uh, so I'm going to take it into work tomorrow. Times your brother leaves me in the car, too. <laughs> I roll the windows down. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's okay. I, I enjoy the sun. It, you know, he leaves me in the car during the middle of the summer and doesn't put the windows down or anything like that. And KBW I, does enjoy sweating. Yes, yes, I sweat. I sweat out all the toxins <laughs> from BK. <laughs> he literally has beef coming out of his pores. I was like beef and onion, I'll tell you. <laughs> also, check <laughs> You sit on a throne of lies. Also, check out Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. You got RJ over at Ringside Rant. You got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. We might be seeing Rucker next week, Scott. (coughs) Yeah, apparently we're going to see more people than we thought. No, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Also, check out Tim over at Pulling Up a Chair podcast. You got Soda and Ethan doing In the Marbles pod. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History this week? Yeah, give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk show that dropped this past Friday. What if Owen Hart hadn't passed away? What career path would he have taken? So we kind of blow through that. Um, It's kind of well known that he wanted to retire early. So that's kind of the path that Adam and Eddie and I chose. But kind of we chose different years. And everybody had different paths for him to take. But it was kind of a, a nice little trip to kind of imagine if that tragic accident had not happened. So what if Owen Hart hadn't passed? That's the latest episode. 
Check us out wherever you get your other podcasts at because we're drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. So nobody knows how long he had left on his contract. Uh, correct. But he he had said he wanted to retire early. He wanted to become a fireman, right? Oh, is that what it was? I think it was. I, I, I thought he wanted to become a fireman or something like that. Okay, I didn't know that bit. I just knew he wanted to get out of the wrestling game. And I would imagine, dude, honestly, after all the crap that went on in 97 with his brother, he was, I wouldn't say he was checked out. He was still doing some of his best work, but I think maybe that would have hit the fast forward button on him being kind of done. If he would have retired, again, we don't know how long, how much longer he had on his contract. I ballparked 2003. He would have been done. Okay. And I had him winning the heavyweight title once. I don't think they would have ever given him that title. I, and see, I disagree. I think that they would have. They gave it to Jericho. Why not Owen? If they didn't give it to him sooner, like the 95, 96 era. Yeah, but his Brett was still at the top of his game, dude. True. And Shawn Michaels was there. Like Owen was always that top of the middle of the card. Correct. Right? He was your tag champ, your IC champ, your European champion. But I honestly think before he left the game, they would have given him one run. And I had him winning it where Jericho won the unified title. And then I had Owen headlining 18 and losing the Triple H. So he would have gotten a headline at WrestleMania in Canada. I don't hate that idea. I just don't know if that's exactly what would have happened. But... Well, I mean, no, we don't either. That's just kind of like some fun fantasy booking. So check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. You're going to throw it out to the great Jason Wolf. Give him a follow on his social medias. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. Custom Hasbro's. Amazing artwork. If you need any of that, and you do, Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F is your guy. Again, follow him on social media accounts, the great Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. I know when the show drops, the news will have already been leaked, but we're going to find out what the new crowdfunding project is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, again, we don't really have news on any of it yet, so we can't report anything. But yeah, if you're still listening, a couple days ago, news dropped it's not exactly what it is from my understanding, but it's just information about it. So let the speculation begin. We've gone at length about what we think. So we'll, we'll see. I can't wait to find out. This is from Mattel creations. Get ready because news on the next Mattel WWE crowdfunding project is coming on Friday, March 24th. Mattel WWE marketing manager, Steve Ozer tipped off members of the WrestlingFigs.com message boards that he would drop some info on his Instagram page tomorrow. Can I watch that on my sidekick? I'll let you, maybe let you watch that, dude. I got to go to work tomorrow. Can I come with you? No. You can keep him in your car, dude. Just put some towels down in the back seat. It's not hot enough. Oh, that's true. He's not going to sweat, so you don't need towels. Likes to sweat and not breathe in a 140 degree car. (laughs) He doesn't even try to kick out the windows either. He just lays there. Just lays there, dude. He has so much grease in him. He's like a French fry when you get in. I have cloth seats, but he still slides around everywhere. (laughs) He leaves a nice big stain on them. Gross. How'd you guys know? (laughs) At least they're not leather seats. Good luck peeling them off of those. Great way to stay in shape. (laughs) Shapes. KBW shapes. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, it'd be a stage, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. WCW stage. A WCW stage. Interesting, like the Nitro? Sure, because that's what they had last year in Dallas for access. 
Ooh, okay, okay. Jeff's calling it, folks. So get excited for tomorrow. <gasps> Scott, for episode 374, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy. Fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 374, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Hashtag Fig Life Adios from the Kings.